This is Gemara and Yuma Daf Dalid. The learning should be as closer for a shleima for men who make a chaim mesach on receiving rizid or shabal chana. Sarabas kenendeli to a simus chayser yisolv mindeli other persons shavlei shomah as amim shavir shulchanah for loving itiviv shul din tiyel dinim chana rizol malchayah basin libracholz tavim mitadini no mishinim mitzvah ubi tavim ben avigal fashav sibin pegut varim echilin so in the huva nachamendo ben toba. As well as and Ben Elisheva. We pick it up really. We got to the very, very bottom of Gimel and Bays. We're just going to go up a few lines just to get ourselves back into the flow of things. We're in the middle of discussing the Makar for where we know this din of separation at the Kayin Gadol and Yom Kippur before the Avoida, like we learned in the first Mishnah, has to separate for seven days prior to the Avoida. Some are late. It's in the middle of a discussion between Rav Yechon and Reish Lakish. El Amar Amar, he says, Me Sinai. Learned it out from Sinai, this is Rish Lakish. Rav Yechon learned it out, that was the first two blot. Rav Yechon learned out the Makar for the separation from the Milu and the Shiva Simeya, Milu in the seven days of the inauguration. Rish Lakish says, No, I learned it out from Meshra Abbeinu. What does it say about Ma'an Teiru, which we can learn more about today? It says, Vyishkain, Ron Gimlam and Bees, three lines on the bottom. Vyishkain, Kvara Shemlar Sinai, and the honor of God. Uh, rested on Harsina Vechasewa and on, and the clouds covered it. She says, for six days. And he called to Maisha Vayemashvi on the seventh day. Now, exactly what is going on in this Pasek? Where were the clouds? What day was this? Exactly the details, as much as it seems like a simple Pasek, we're going to see in a few moments. is a big, big Machlaikis. But what do we see over here? We see that something happened for six days. The seventh day, God called to Moshe Mechli. called to Moshe the seventh day. What's special about these six days? This points out, meaning, once it said that Hashem called to Moshe on the seventh day, why would have to tell us that for six days the clouds covered him? Why didn't just say that Hashem called him on the seventh day? It's obvious what happened, that there were six days prior to day number seven. So it must be a binyanav, it's teaching me to the rest of the Torah, called Anytime you enter into the encampment of the Shechina, and you enter into the holy abode, you go into the Kedish HaKadoshim, and Yom Kippur, Ta'in, Prisha, Shiva, Shisha, you have to separate yourself for six days prior. That is the Makar of Rish Lakish. Ask the Gemara, and this is where we left off, Anan Shiva Tanan, but we learned in our mission that for seven days you have to separate from Everyone answers the Gemara. Masnis in our Mishnah is if you remember Seirhi Techayish LeTomas Beisai. Our Mishnah, when it says that there's a seven day separation, is because we're concerned about something else. LeTomas Beisai. So this is Rish Lakish again. Rav Yechonon learned the seven days from the Milum. Everything is fine. Rish Lakish learns what's the Makar, what's the source. The source is from Moshe Rabbeinu separating before going up to Harsina Bemata and Taira. How many days did he separate? Only six days. But the Mishnah said seven. The extra day is in fear of perhaps the Kain Gadol is going to sleep with his wife. A bit of a far concern, as we'll see. But the Rashir explains maybe the Kain Gadol is going to sleep with his wife. And maybe during Tashmish, during the relations, she's going to become a Nida. And therefore, he has the status of a Boyal Nida. He slept with a Nida. Therefore, he has a real Tumma on him for seven days. So it's true. Really, all he needed from the biblical Pasuk was six days. But the fact that we're concerned about Tumma makes us be concerned for an extra day. And that's where the seventh day comes in. Lutomas Basically, we're just going to point out the obvious question. Obvious question being that once we have a concern of Tumma, why do we need the Pasuk of Moshe Rabbeinu? If we're worried about Tumma and therefore we have to have a seven-day separation, what are we learning out from Moshe Rabbeinu? Perhaps one's the Araisa, one's the Rabbanan, but let's leave it at that. Says the Gemara on the top line of Dalad Amun Alev, Omni Rav Yechel Reish Lakish. Continuing the conversation, Reish Lakish just said he learned it from Moshe Rabbeinu. So Rav Yechel retorts back to Reish Lakish, I, Rav Yechel, learned it out from Milum. Therefore, Hainu Ditani is 
Mazin Alof. I understand that both by Yom Kippur and by Parah Duma, there's the din of Hazal, the din of sprinkling onto the Kayin Gadol as he's preparing during those seven days. Kol Shevol, seven days. Mikol Chatai Shaisham from all the carbon Chatas. Davi Nami Hazal, Bimiluim. Because by the Miluim, by the inauguration of the Mishkan, there was also Hazal sprinkling for seven days. Elo Lididach. According to you, Rish Lakish, where did we learn it out from? From Moshe Rabbeinu, the Alphas Misinai. Hazal, Bisina Mihave. Was there any Hazal? Was there any sprinkling? No, there wasn't. So how do you know that during the seven day separation period, we have to sprinkle for seven days? Amar Le Rish Lakish responds, Ulutai Meich. According to you, Rabbi Yechanan, Mimich. Is it so good? I don't understand. But you, Rabbi Yechon, has taught me that it's all good according to me. Because by the Shivas Amayim, there was Hazah, so too over here by us there's Hazah. Says Rishlakish, what are you talking about? What was the Hazah by the Shivas Amayim of the Dam Chattas, of the blood of the Chattas? What was it by us? It was the Mayim of the Efer Bar Aduma. So what's going on? Says the Gemara of Yechon responds, Holy cash, that's not a problem. Why? The Tani Rav Chi, Rav Chi learned Nicholas Umayim Tachas Dam, that the water, the E for the Paraduma, the water is with the ashes of the Paraduma, that in, takes the place of the blood. But Rav Yechon now reiterates his question to Rish Lakish, Where do you have the Makar for Hazah at all? So Amar Lay, now Rav Yechon really responds, says Rish Lakish, You're right, the Din of Hazah is not a real requirement. Requirement. There's no requirement to actually sprinkle on the Kain Gadol for seven days prior to the work in the Avaitas, uh, the Kain prior to the Paraduma. Rather, it's a Milo Ba'alma, like we saw yesterday about the Paraduma, that we make special Milo's. Similarly, by the Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur, he's going into the Kain Shekadashim, he's going Lefnaiv, Lefnaim to the holiest of holies. So it's a Milo, it's not a requirement. Since it's not a requirement, we don't need a biblical source, says the Gemara. That is the end of that discussion. So before we continue, let's, let's, uh, let's you know, do a little bit of accounting over here. We have Rav Yechon, we have Reish Lakish, we have our Mishnah. Our Mishnah learned the Din of Hazavs, I'm sorry, the Din of Prisha separation for Seven days of the Kohen Gadol before he goes in to the Avodah of the Yom Kippur. Then we offer that extended to the Din of Paraduma. Now we have two sources where we learn out this din from. We have Rav Yechon and Rish Lakish. We have Rav Yechon, which was the past two days, where the source is from the Miluim, from the seven-day inauguration period. That's what we know. You have to have separation before going to Gedish Ekdashim and by Paraduma. Rish Lakish just came along and he disagreed and he learned it out from Maisha Rabbeinu. Then Maisha Rabbeinu, before going up to receive the Torah, he separated for six days, which we then learned is a seventh day because of the fear of Tama. And therefore, that's the reason why both the Kayin Gadol and the Kayin by the Paraduma has to separate for seven days. Where do we know the Hazal from this? sprinkling. When it comes to Rav Yechon, it's a biblical din, just like by the Miluim. By the Miluim, the Norgrisha period, it was dam of the Chathos. By us, it's water. Kortarish is just a mailot, an additional stringency. Now, says the Gemara about eight lines down, of We have a raya specific and explicit b'risa, both to the opinion of Rav Yechon and to the opinion of Rish Lakish. Let's just say what we're going to do. We're going to bring down the b'risa to Rav Yechon. We're going to dissect that b'risa at length, and then we'll bring down the raya to Rish Lakish. Says the Gemara, the sources from the Miluim says in the Bryce of Kaidesh, by the inauguration, by the celebration of the Mishkan. He says how he should go into the Kaidesh. Bima, with what should he go in? Bizois, with this he should go in. What's the point of Bima? Sha'omer He should go in with something that sells elsewhere. Mahi. What's this with he should go in with something we mentioned elsewhere? Bina the Miluim. 
with the Indian of the Miluim. And I'm sorry, this is, uh, I said a little wrong. That's referring to an Yom Kippur. With this, Aaron, I call you to go in. What's with this? With a similar halacha of a previous halacha by the Miluim. And the Gemara is going to really speak this out explicitly in a moment. He separated for seven days and he then did the service for one day. And Moshe, all seven days, taught him how to do the to teach him and give him how to do the avoda properly. The separates for seven days and he serves for one day. In the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Ushnei Talmidei Chachamim, Mi Talmidei Shal Moshe. And two Talmidei Chachamim are going to be the ones to teach the Kohen Gadol how to do the Avaidah. The Brisa points out, those two Talmidei Chachamim should be from the Talmidim, the students of Moshe. We interject in the Brisa. Why does it say from Moshe? La'afuke Tzedukim. In order to say they should not be Tzedukim, they should be real Kesherim. They should be those who learn, listen and learn the Tayyar Shabal Peh, which we're going to learn extensively, extensively about the Avaidah, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, was very specific, and the Sadukim argued, unfortunately, that's what they tied every year, those Kanim Gedalim, which we'll get to. So again, where are we up to? That just like Aaron HaKain was taught by Moshe Rabbeinu, so to the Kain Gadol was taught by Tutami the Chachamim, they're with him all seven days to teach him how to do the Avoidah. Mikan, from here, Amru, they said, It's an explicit price to Rabbi Yechman. From here, from the fact that we learn now from from the Miluim, therefore we learn to Yom Kippur, the Bezois, with this, with what, with Allah by the Miluim, that you should separate for seven days from his house, Lishkas Parhedrin, Ukeshem, Shemavishin Goyin Adol, Kachmavishin Goyin Asarif, Esapara Lishkas Apanei Habira, so too by the Parah Aduma, we separate the Kayin onto the room on top of the Biro, which we already know where was. Safina Mizrach was northeastern. We spoke about on Daf Beis. Why? Because it's a Chatos. That's why it's eastern. It's because it says Al Noichach, therefore it's northern. Vechadzev, Vechadzev, Mazlov, Kol Shiva. And this is the end of Hazav, sprinkling all seven days. Mikol Chatoy, Shayisham from all the Chatois that were there. That is the I'm sorry, the in Taimar, and perhaps the price concludes. Perhaps you're gonna tell me, maybe the hazal, the sprinkling is a bit different. Because the sprinkling by the Miluim was with Dam, with the blood of the Khatas by us, it's with the ephra, the water of the ashes of the Paratumba. Amrin Dam, end of Brisa. So an explicit and very lengthy Brisa telling us exactly like Ravi Yechlan, that the halach of preach of separation by the Kain Gadl and Yom Kippur, the halach of separation of the Kain by the Paratumma. The halach of Hazah is all learned out from where? From the Miluim. Exactly like Rav Yechanan. Before we move on, says the Gemara, one second. The Brisa has one more detail. Va'imer. And the Brisa concludes with a passage that we know very well. Va'imer. And another source. Kasher Asa B'yem Hazet. Siva Hashem Lasais. Like you did on this day. Hashem commanded you to do. Lasais. To do. Lechaper. To get an atonement. Aleichem on you. Lasais. Says the Brisa. We know this from Daf Beis. What's Lasais? It's Elamaisa Par. That's a part of that's the Maisa of Yom Kippur, end of Brisa. So Brisa learned that one Makar from Bibzais Yavai Aaron, with this Ishkod, with what? With the Simalachas of the Miluim. And number two Makar from Lechaper and La Asois. Says the Gemara, end of Brisa, beautiful Makar. Says the Gemara, one second, let's go back. 
Let's dissect this brisa piece by piece. What was the first part of the brisa? And with this, he should go in, which we learned, man, with what? With the same aloch is like the bilun. Ask the Gemara, how do you know that the word bezois teaches me with this, with what, with the alochas of miluim? Hi, bezois me by lili What do you mean? We need it for the basic itself. To teach me what? It says by Aaron when he's going in for Yom Kippur, with this, he should go in. With what? Simply, it doesn't teach me a convoluted alocha like we're learning teaches about the miluim. No, it teaches me very simply. Teach me you should go in with the carbonis of the day. The par for the bakar and the chatas. I'm sorry, par and bakar is for the chatas and the ayol is for the ayla. Answers the Gemara, no. If the Pasuk was just telling me that he had to bring a carbon lame crop, could have said, or a singular and masculine word referring to the, the par and the aisle, which were both males. My bizois, why did he use the word bizois, which is a feminine, a nikaval word? The carbonates were not nikavas. What's it teaching me? Shmas me, no, tarti. Teach me two alachas. Number one, one, it's teaching me the halacha like we just saw. The karbanas he has to bring in. And number two, it's teaching me a very important halacha bezois. With what? With the same halachas of the miluim, the preish of the miluim, which is referred to in the nekeva form. That is the first part of the b'risa where we learn now from the Pasuk of bezois. With this, with what? With the karbanas and with the word bezois, the female teaching me also with the rules of the miluim. Says the Gemara, my ve'oimer. Why did the b'risa end off with a second makar? Ve'oimer, another makar. Lechaper lasses. Why do we need that for? Answers the Gemara. Ve'chitema, perhaps you're going to tell me Yom Kippurim Kama, who to buy a prisha. Maybe only the first Yom Kippur. Bezois yavayarin. And that year he had to have prisha. Kedashchan ve'miluim, like the miluim. Avil be Yom Kippurim da'alma all of Yom Kippur's for eternity. Like, maybe there's no dinner preachers. So we have to have a second Pasuk teach me. No, it applies even to Yom Kippur's for eternity. Inami, a second reason. Perhaps you would have thought Kain Gadol Kambu Dabai Prisha. Only the first Kain Gadol. Kain Gadol Bahama. Like, therefore, we needed the second Pasuk to teach me a second Basik teaching me explicitly that for all generations, for all future Kayanim Gedailim, this is Dinah Prisha before Yom Kippur. That is the first explicit Brisa to the opinion of Rav Yechran that the source for the Dinah Prisha, the seven day separation by both the Kain Gadol and Yom Kippur and the Paraduma, the regular Paraduma by Kain Hedit, is learned out from the Miluim. And where do we learn it out from? We learn it really out at the end of the day from two Psukim, one Pasuk which we know from Daf Beis and Daf Kimel, Chaber Lasais. The second Pasuk is from Bezois Yavayarn, with this, the actual word Bezois, not Bemeh or Beile, teaching me with this additional halacha like the Miluim with the days of separation prior. Says the Gemara, Tanikavazidiri. Now we have a raya to Reish Lakish. What did Reish Lakish hold? Reish Lakish held that the source was from where? Was from Moshe Rabbeinu by Har Sinai. Moshe Allah Banan. Moshe went up in the cloud. Viniskase Banan. And Moshe was covered by the cloud. Viniskadish Banan. And Moshe was made holy with the cloud. Kedei Lekavul Taira. This was all for which purpose? So Moshe Rabbeinu could accept the Taira Lisov Klaisov Bekedusha in holiness. Where do we get this from? Shinamar. It says in the Apostle, the Apostle we quoted before. And now we're going to dissect the Apostle like I mentioned and teach me exactly what were the secrets of events surrounding Matan Taira. Here we are in Sphere's Haimer, also preparing for Matan Taira. Let's learn a little bit about it. And the honor of God was on Harsinai. This was after the Aserasa Debrois, which was the first opinion 
They says, Rabbi Yisai Aglili, teach me when were these six days? We know that there were six days, that at some level there were clouds on those six days. The clouds did something, and there were six days. What were those two details? The clouds with the six days. Says Rabbi Yisai Aglili, the clouds were where? The clouds were after Matan Tayra. Let's just get, let's just be clear for one moment, something which I, I think is a bit confusing to some people. Matan Tayra was really two part of it. There was Hashem giving over the Saras Dibras, God talking. Then Moshe Rabbeinu went out for 40 days and 40 nights. Then Moshe Rabbeinu came down with the Luchas and the Tayra. Moshe Rabbeinu broke the Luchas, etc, etc. So says the Gemara, according to Rabbi what exactly is going on over here? What were the clouds? The clouds enveloped Moshe Rabbeinu for six days when after Matan Tayra. So again, there was Mata and Taira, God spoke and said over the Luchais. Then Moshe Rabbeinu goes up into the clouds of glory for six days and receives the Luchais and the Taira after 40 days. This is Iraya to Rish Lakish. Why is this a riot to Rish Lakish before we even continue the Brisa? Because Rish Lakish held that we learned the seven day separation period from where? From Maish Rabbeinu. So what do we see over here? That it says in the Basic that Maish Rabbeinu went up, was enveloped in the clouds for six days. That's a six day separation period before Maish Rabbeinu went up to receive the Torah. Raya to Rish Lakish. But now we're going to have to really go deep into this Brisa. What exactly happened? That's the opinion of Rav Yaisi Haglili. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Kiva Aimer on the last line of Dalam and no, Rav Kiva learned the puzzle completely differently. That the honor of God went down when his is on Rish Chaydash, we turn over Tamid Base. And the cloud covered the mountain. Not like Rav Yisaglili learned that the cloud covered Moshe Rabbeinu. Says Rav Kiva, no, the cloud covered the mountain. And then what happened? And God called to Moshe on the seventh day. Asks the Gemara on this opinion, what do you mean that the cloud that God called to Moshe at the end of the again? Because according to Akiva, what were the clouds? The clouds were on the Har Sinai. When was it? This was before Matan Torah, before Hashem said the Luchas. This one Rishchidesh Sivan until Zion Sivan or six, as we'll see in a moment. So the clouds were on the mountain. Then after those six, seven days, God called to Moshe for what to receive the Torah. Hashem said, "I'm about to say the Luchas." One second, God only called to Moshe. No, says the Gemara. Really, Hashem called to Moshe and all of Klai Yisrael, come to the mountain. I'm about to see that Sarah said, Why does it say, To give Moshe Rabbeinu honor. So again, and Rav Akiva, did the clouds surround the mountain? Rav Akiva, did the clouds surround um, Moshe Rabbeinu, Rav Yisaglili. Rav Yisaglili learned this was happened after Matan Tehira. Rav Kiva learned this was happened prior to Matan Tehira. Now we're going to have two more opinions similar to Rav Yisaglili that this was an event after Matan Tehira and the clouds surrounded Moshe Rabbeinu, which we already learned was the riot to reach Lakish, that this is a seven-day separation period. But now two more details. Rav Nasan Oimer, he adds on in Dalama Beis, three lines down. Loi ba'akos of Why? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu go up into those clouds for seven days? To prepare himself to be like an angel, get rid of all the food for him, system for one week, so he could go up and live in heaven for 40 days. Ramasya ben Kharashaimer, no. Leba Akasv, you know what the Pasik is teaching me? Allah, I am a love to impart the fear of Moshe Rabbeinu. Because the Torah has to be given with fear, with repetition. Shanamar, as the Pasik said, you should fear God with fear, you should serve God with fear and rejoice 
with trembling. My vigilu barado, what does it mean that you rejoice with trembling? Those seemingly are two uh, opposites. Amarav adabaramasna, amarav makum gila shamteirada. At the place of gila, matan teira harsinai, that's where there has to be trepidation as you're receiving the teira. So we have two more opinions, Rav Nasan and Ramasya ben Kharash, within the opinion of Rav Glili, that it's Moshe Rabbeinu surrounded by the clouds of glory after matan teira, adding on two details, either it's to purge him from all the food or it's to put the fear on Moshe Rabbeinu. So now we already know what the Raya is to Rish Lakish from the fact that Rish Lakish learned that Moshe Rabbeinu was surrounded by the clouds for seven days. But now the Gemara just continues as it always does into the Machlekes, Rav Yisak Lili and Rav Akiva, really tying up loose ends, figuring out the rest of the story. But Michael Mifliki, Rav Yisak Lili, Rav Akiva, says the Gemara, what is the Machlekes? Rav Yisak Lili and Rav Akiva, Tanoi, Machlekes Tanoim, a famous Machlekes, when was Matan Taira? Titania, the last narrow line, B'shisha B'chaydish, Nenad Taira Yisrael. Tanakama says, when was the Taira given on the 6th of Sivan? Rav Yisak Lili, Shiva Bai, it was given on the 7th of Sivan, so that Machlekes, Machlekes Tanakam and Rav Yesi is the Machlekes Rav Akiva and Rav Yesi Aglili. And now the Gemara explains. So the sixth day the Torah was given, and on the seventh day, Moshe Rabbeinu, after Matan Torah, after God said the Luchais, on the seventh day, Moshe went up to Har Sinai. That's exactly like Rav Yesi Aglili. According to Rav Yesi, on the seventh, the Torah was given, Hashem said, Sarah Stibros. And the seventh, Moshe Rabbeinu went up, now, the Gemara explains like we just pointed out. Rav Yisagli suffered like a Tanakama. Rav that says again, what did Rav Yisagli learn? He learned that the Pasuk's referring to the clouds of glory surrounding Moshe Rabbeinu. The clouds, I shouldn't say clouds of glory, the clouds surrounding Moshe Rabbeinu. When did that occur? After Matan Taira. So that's like the Tanakama, the Amar Bishisha Bachaydish, and the Taira. The Taira was given on the sixth of the month, Helkach. After the Taira was given, then Moshe Rabbeinu went up. That the honor, the clouds went down, it covered. Shisha Yam and Moshe covered Moshe Rabbeinu for six days. Vayikra al Moshe b'yoy mashvi, and on the seventh day, which the pasuk says very importantly, Vayikra al Moshe mitoyche anon, very great. For the seventh day after Moshe Rabbeinu separated in the clouds, God called to Moshe likabuli shar tayra to come up for forty days and accept the rest of the tayra. That's very good. That Rav Yisai Glili is learning like Rav Kiva that the tayra, like the Tanakama, I'm sorry, that the tayra was given on the sixth of Sivan. If you're gonna tell me like. Ravikiva, that what does it mean that clouds, the clouds went down onto the mountain, and it surrounded the mountain, and then what does it mean now that it's a totally new meaning of the Pasik? What does it mean now that Hashem called Mesh on the seventh day to accept Asaras Adibris? Hakeblua laha mishisha. What do you mean? We already got the Torah on the sixth. If you learn the Torah was given on the sixth, it makes no sense to learn like Rabbi Akiva again. Or what did Rabbi Akiva learn? Rabbi Akiva learned that this whole cloud surrounding the mountain was on Rosh Chodesh. So it happened for six days, and then God called to Moshe on the seventh day. Let's give you the Torah. What do you mean the Torah was already given on the sixth day? It can't be. So it must be the Rabbi Yisaglili who learns. That the clouds surrounded Moshe Rabbeinu and not the mountain is learned like the Tanakama that the Torah was given on the sixth day. But the clouds already left. For Rav Akiva, that is 
the first opinion, Rav Yisai agreed like the Tanikamo, and Rav Akiva served like Rav Yisai, and Rav Akiva holds like Rav Yisai. The Amar B'Shiva B'Chadish in Natayra Liyisrael. So it says the Gemara B'Shlamul Rav Akiva. Now, before we continue, let's just let's just let's just finish it off. So Rav Akiva holds like Rav Yisai that the Torah was given on the seventh. Now it's very good because on Rosh Chodesh, what happened according to Rav Akiva? The clouds went down, surrounded the mountain for six days. On the sixth day, then what happened? God called. To Maisha, and then what happened on the seventh day? We received the Torah when the clouds were still there. Everything is good and dandy. Whereas according to Rav Yisrael, Maisha went up after the Torah was given. And just to point out one detail, a lot of the raya really comes from the fact that the pasuk says, according to Yisrael, Vayikral Maisha Yomashi Bitoichanon from within the clouds, and only could have been within the clouds if you learn like Yisrael that it happened after Matan. Says the Gemara, let's continue in the story. According to Rav Akiva, it makes a lot of sense that the Luchas are broken on the 17th of Tamas. Why? Let's do math. There's 24 days left of Sivan. Because Rav Akiva, again, is learning like the second, Rav Akiva is learning like Rav Yaisi, the Torah was given on the seventh. And therefore, we have 24 days left of Sivan. Vishid Sarabit Tamas in 60 days of Samas, 16 and 24 is 40. Those were 40 days that Moshe was in Harsina, in Shamayim. Maluar Ban Yaimim. So now you have 40 days that Havi Bahar, that Moshe was in the mountain. But then the next day, he came down, Rav Yaisi Tamas, Nachas Vasavatabra, Luchas, and he broke the Luchas. Ella, the Rav Yaisi Aglili, we have a big problem. Because what did Rav Yaisi Aglili learn? Basically, learn from on the sixth of Sivan. Then Moshe Rabbeinu goes into the clouds for six days. Then Moshe Rabbeinu spends forty days in heaven. So the shisha the priest of the six days separation for Arban the higher forty days in the mountain at Esrim Utlas Betamos late for Aluchais. It didn't happen on the Shiva Asar Betamos. It happened six days later on the twenty third. Says the Gemara, we have a big problem according to Vayisaygli. But the luchas are broken on Shiva Asar Betamos. Ask answers the Gemara. The simple answer: Amalachar Vayisaygli Arban. The 40 days included those six days. The six days that Moshe Rabbeinu was sitting within the clouds, that was the beginning of the 40 days. It was not a separate entity. Now let's just wrap up. This price and call it a day. So that's the Machlaikis, Rav Yosei and Rav Akiva, Torah given on the 6th or the 7th, where the clouds, pre-Matan Torah on the mountain, post-Matan Torah on Moshe Rabbeinu. Everyone agrees, of course, the Luchas are broken on the 6th, on Shabbat Sarbatamas. The difference is, with the 7th days of separate, 6 days separation, according to Yosei Glili, part of the 40 days that Moshe was in Shemayim. Amar Mar says the Gemara, Vayikra al-Moshe, Moshe v'chay Yisrael and we call to Moshe, Moshe and all of Klai Yisrael, Messiah the Rav Lazar. This is a right, Rav Lazar, Dama Rav Lazar, Yikra Moshe, Moshe of Klai Yisrael, I'm dim, V'loi ba'a kosov, Elul chalikav Moshe. Why does it be Yikra Moshe? It's not really Moshe, it's really calling all of Klai Yisrael to give honor to Moshe Rabbeinu. Mesvei asked the Gemara, one second, Kal loi, kal elav. Why does it say he called to him? Should have said he called elav in plural. Moshe shama. What's going on? Did all of Klaisal not hear? You just told me that when it says he called Moshe, it means he called Moshe and all of Klai Yisrael. That means who heard all of Klai Yisrael. So what does it mean that it's a singular, it's really plural, all of Klai Yisrael heard? Answers the Gemara like Asha. What are you talking about? You're asking me a question from a pasuk by the Ayel Maid. In the Ayel Maid, when God called to Moshe, only Moshe had been heard. Oh, the word we're talking about over here is by Har Sinai. Everyone heard. One's the word Kriya, one's the word Deber. By Kriya, everyone heard, but by Deber, it was only Moshe Rabbeinu. Rav Zrika Rami Kroy Kamei, Rav Lazar. Rav Zrika asked Sukim in front of Rav Lazar. But someone said, Rav Zrika Rav Lazar. 
was not able to come into the whole might. Why not? Because the clouds were there. But Uksiv, a different boss, he says, we have a Moshe Moshe went into the clouds. So what's going on? Did Moshe Rabbeinu able to penetrate the clouds or not? Answers the Gemara. What does it mean after Matan Tayyar of Esai learned that the clouds surrounded Moshe? That happened because God pulled Moshe Rabbeinu in. But in truth, on his own, he was not able to penetrate the clouds like we saw by the El Maid. By Kriyas Yamsaklaisa went Betoich within. What's within? Malal and Shvil. He didn't actually go into the water. There was a path in the water. So to hear, Moshe Rabinu didn't actually go into the cloud. A path went in and he was able to go within the clouds. That's how it's going to work. Clearly, two different routes. And what does he mean? He went into the clouds because we know he couldn't penetrate the clouds by the Either it means God pulled him in or there was a path in the middle. We'll pick up from here tomorrow.